Hi there, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I'm coming to you from Key Largo as well as you're you're an Isle Marauder, right, Lee Sharp? That's right. Okay. And uh what was I uh what was I doing? Okay, we were doing um I want you to hear something. I'm just gonna pop this on you, okay? Uh researchers have rendered the COVID-19 virus into music by assigning notes to its proteins and structures. How's that sound? Um, I'm sure someone... What? I'm sure somebody will write that. No, they did. It's already... Not music. Oh, they, did. Not okay. mu okay. they already did. I'm going to play it. Oh. I'm going to see if I can play it. I'm going to see if I can play it. Now, I don't know. Can you hear this? No. Okay. Well, that that actually, well, you'll you'll be able to hear it in the in the recording. Um, it's on okay. SoundCloud and I haven't figured out how to um, It sounds kind of like Chinese music a bit. Okay. So, but or anime, something from Japan, like a um, a kind of sad anime uh, production. But uh, it goes on for like an hour and fifty minutes. Can oh. you believe that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, sure. yeah, someone sure did that already, work. and I was, and how I came across it was I was. Just seeing if I, I'm, I'm, uh, I wanted to copyright and someone already did it, uh, COVID-19, the musical, because almost everything has a musical to it already, you know, even, um, think about yeah. it, think about it. When I realized back when, uh, gosh, I, I kind of knew that you'd have if they made what Starlight Express isn't that about a train, a musical based on a train, and then Cats. I, I that sounds familiar. Yeah, and it's just oh, that's my, my, it's uh, just an opportunity, an opportunity to give uh, put in. Uh, and I, I've never seen it, and I've never had to. And I apologize if uh, someone performed in it, and it's their you know shining moment. But uh, Starlight Express, it just gave an opportunity for people on uh, to perform on roller skates. Just like uh, the musical to perform on what? roller skates. I think they're on roller skates mostly of the time. Every, oh, okay. Every time I think. And then cats, just like cats, everyone, you know, getting to dress up like cats. A musical mm -hmm. based, based on, you know, I mean, just... And then they think about everything. Spam a lot was based on a Monty Python comedy movie, which kind of was. I enjoyed uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but you know, did I think it would be a musical? Uh, years ago, years and years ago, a friend of mine, Steve Kowalski, and he's uh, he listens every so often. He's in um, he's in Sweden. He married a Swedish woman. He's a teacher over there. He's also a, a stand-up comedian. He and his brother yeah. are stand-up comedians. And I think it was Steve. Oh, we were just spitballing idea of doing Godzilla the musical. 
and Orson Welles was still alive. And Godzilla, the musical, it was a joke. You know, we're talking about 1990, maybe 1989, that you get a big, heavy uh, lead character, put him in a green outfit with a big cape, suggesting his big size, and getting, you could just um, get a bunch of little people to play the Japanese. You know, and put him All in right. kitty kitty cars and stuff like that. And he'd be sitting, you know, on the edge of Tokyo contemplating you know, a whole bunch of songs. You could do it kind of across between Mikado and what's that? It was Mikado, that one, that Gilbert and Sullivan one. See, I know, I, I know a little of this. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but these musicals came and then these musicals started coming out all crazy musicals you have the book of mormon a musical based on a religious oh i haven't uh, seen i want to see that though i know but it just say how groundbreaking that was and almost everything every uh um seinfeld made uh uh fun of that the musical uh the rochelle rochelle they had a movie uh i know you well, you you weren't a Seinfeld fan. Oh, I was a huge Seinfeld fan. I okay, exactly Rochelle, that, Rochelle, they did a movie. It was a movie. They had to make up a movie. So, you know, a young girl's uh, erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. And then years later on the show, they turned it into a musical with Bette Midler playing uh, uh, the lead in it. Uh, and uh, Rochelle, Rochelle, you know, and... Then they Scarsdale Diet. They had uh, uh, Raquel Welch in Scarsdale Surprise, I think, or something like that, which was about the murder of the guy that invented the Scarsdale Diet. And so all these musicals start popping up. So nothing is nothing is sacred. Nothing is not that it's sacred or anything like that. Everything is a uh, foil or a inspiration for a musical now. To get, I, I guess so. Everything. The, um, ABBA. ABBA. You know, have you ever covered an ABBA song? You know ABBA, I'm saying? A-B-B-A? Oh, the Swedish band? Yeah. yeah. Their music was popular. You know? But in, right. in no way, in no way, a wide enough Oh, maybe it is, you know, that people thought that they would directly take their music, which was Pablum, and I apologize. If you're a big ABBA fan, I imagine not fucking listen to Keys Bart Florida Keys Bartender, you know. <laughs> and making a musical about it. And then you yeah, just Mama Mia. Mamma Mia. And then they figure, well, there's a whole bunch of rock songs. There's how about the bands that don't have enough music to make a musical? They just said, why not Rock of Ages? You know? Right. right. I mean, you, you have li literally, it's almost the sampling of musicals. It's like rap, where people used to accuse rap of stealing music, right? Well, sometimes sampling. Yeah, sampling. Taking taking parts of existing pieces and and make it so you take songs that were created, putting them, in, throw them in into a musical, right? I mean, 
uh, hardly would I ever think I would say to point to a classic, this is a classic, but American Graffiti. Not American Graffiti. What was the one with John Travolta and uh, the chick, you know? Rockstone Cowboy? No, the musical. Um, no, I'm thinking of... Uh, Grease. Grease. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was... That was Grease. Crazy. All the okay. music was written for that. Now, whether, whether it was, you know, it was about the 50s. But each piece was written for that. West Side Story. Each piece was written for West Side Story. Yeah, they stole... That was right. sampling. West Side Story was Romeo and Juliet. But um, it, was, it wasn't... It was a... You know, the storyline was Romeo and Juliet. Almost exactly. Right. But luckily, the copyright ran out on that or the royalties you had to pay uh, on something like that. So basically, now it's everything. So... You have, I'm thinking, you got COVID-19, you have, oh my God, uh, there is going to be a performance artist next year doing a musical rendition of the Donald Trump news conferences. <laughs> That'd be great. No, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they are planning to do it right now. I'm saying this. I'm making this prediction today. It's April, oh, I understand. It's April 21st. It's five of four, and there will be there will be musical renditions of of the Trump news conferences, and you're going to have you got the characters you got Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, um, who else? Pence. Uh, Pence would be awesome. The character they're going to be Pence and and Trump. You could get anybody who played uh, Max. You ever seen the musical uh, The Producers? No. Okay. But I know who, it's a Mel Brooks thing, right? Yeah, it's a Mel Brooks. And the guy that plays Max Bialystok, Bialystok, I think his name is, he's this real hackneyed, uh, uh, he, he, you know, stealing stealing um, money from old ladies to produce these flops that he never has to pay back. So um, oh, sure. it, it, whoever plays Max Bialystok can play Trump, you know, in, in uh, obviously, I guess uh, you, if you were going to just take someone famous, I guess it would be the, the number one uh, most famous person that plays Trump right now would be uh, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, does a great and, job. Yeah, great, great job. The one, the one thing you can say about Donald Trump and then say great job is the rendition of Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump. That's what I'm... Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and so that that'll, that was a tour de force, people are going to say. And, and the only thing they're going to be able to look back and say, well, that guy was awesome. I mean, there'll be some... And, and people said that history, history is not going to be kind to... I would agree. ...to his president and, the, and his followers. And I hate to say that. But they're always thinking at the time when your guy's riding high, when your guy's riding high, you're always going to think they're, oh, your phone's ringing, right? Is that someone trying to call you? Who, me? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. So I can see that musical, the whole musical of that. There's could be a whole, whole the COVID-19 one could be an interspersing of Donald Trump. That would be just a huge... I guess since everyone in the world experienced it, you could make it 
one of those things that are simulcast from the stages of the world. You know, just a right. huge event, a musical thing. And uh, have all the, it'll be like um, literally the uh, We Are the World moment. Okay. See what you're saying? Yes. Yes. The We Are the World moment. I mean, they, sure. <laughs> it, it, they, there, uh, but I, when I did Google COVID-19 and musical, I was, you know, I was kind of shocked, but not shocked that someone rendered in into music already and that there was a utility for it. It's, it makes them understand how it, how it connects to other proteins and things like that. I don't, you know what, I got to be really careful about it because I don't really understand what the use is at. One of my other coasts, and I consider you, since you've been on the show, is this your fifth time, maybe? Sixth time? I think about five. Yeah. You're, you're up there. You're moving up into rarefied territory that uh, as much as we have here on the Florida Keys Bartender Show as a host, a co-host. So um, one of my other co-hosts, uh, Joel, is a retired psychologist. And he did... Mm -hmm. um, it's called psychoacoustics. You ever hear of this? This no. is going to this is going to be freaky. You're going to like it. And I'm going to get the music. I'm going to be able to download the music. He's going to get some files for me. But they started thinking about this back in the mid 1800s, but it was only in the 20th century they were able to really do it. But he uh Joel uh ways back uh, went to someone at the music department, and I think it was at Johns Hopkins University, or, and he asked if he, he asked one of these musicians or um, the people that work there, and he says, did you ever think about running a brain scan through a uh, acoustical synthesizer? Okay. So they were going to render brain waves into... Uh, musical representations, right? Synthesized okay. sound. And this way, they would try to track, you know, you, when, you, when you look at brainwaves, now this is two non-scientists talking, you and I. Right. But we all know what a wave is. And you being a musician probably know better than I about a wave because sound waves, you understand sound waves. But, uh, so... A brainwave, the way they use, you know, uh, the sensors on, on the brain or the, how they track them, they're, they're represented by, uh, it's, I guess it's amplitude, what there's amplitude, frequency, um, what are all the things associated with waves? Amplitude and frequency are the two things, I think. Right. Well, okay. I, I don't know, but I don't know if there may be more, but definitely. Okay, frequency is the spacing is between the peaks and the dips. And amplitude right. is the, uh, you know, the, uh, the positive and negative, whatever they want, the up and down motion of the wave um, going from the baseline. So if you were looking at a brain wave, they, they had a representation. It's a visual representation, right? And you see it, and there's, right. there's someone who's agitated, someone who's not agitated, people that are unconscious people that are dreaming there's rem and all this stuff that uh, when you're in a dream state and not in dream state you're in a coma uh 
your, your vegetative state, and, and they can all be represented in, in a brainwave. But being able to, uh, the idea behind doing a representation of a, uh, through a synthesizer of a brainwave was biofeedback, right? So you get somebody, and once they're in a regular, you record they're agitated, they're mollified, they're relaxed, they're meditative, or you know when they're relatively at peace and things like that. And biofeedback to see if you feed back that sensory uh, input, which in music, you might be able to elicit the same type with the, the music representation of their mood could elicit the actual representation in their head. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. And music kind of does that, doesn't it? Well, it's, uh, it's Susan Savage Beach, Beats, Beats and such. Um, uh, but yeah, but it, it, it always does that. That's why music is universal. Yeah. Um, I mean, but there's one, there's music like, um, uh, the Flight of the Valkyries, Wagner's Flight of the Valkyries, which is more warlike, you know, if you think about right. it. And then there's, uh, uh, let's say, music um, such as, uh, I'm trying to think of something melodious and relaxing. Uh, you could say Yanni or Kenny G. Kenny you know? G, yep. Air Supply. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sam, Sam Cook, Sam Cook, right? Right. And there, there are certain, certain music. And, and then there's, oh, let's say, let's pick a heavy metal band, Danzig. Okay. Very energetic, very kind of active. And then you have Sarah McLachlan, let's say. Right. Now, it, um, music can, if you, if uh, what they're suggesting is that brainwaves could be represented as music, and taking the actual person's brainwave, the only person, not like my brainwaves, being represented in music, would feedback to me and create this. Um, they'd like to see the response that I would be uh, mimicking that state again if I was agitated. So I don't know what happened in that. That's those studies are still going on. So they did that with COVID nineteen, and I was I listen. I'm telling you, if you listen to it, it sounds like it does sound like music because huh. it's organized. It organized now. Whether it's beautiful music, I don't think so. I, I I wouldn't say that it's beautiful music, but it certainly certainly is interesting. So right. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to work on with you if we can do our own musical for COVID-19 and it would be, I'm tasking you that with that, but I don't, I don't know how, how I don't expect you to work hard on it or anything like that. Cause we could start into, we could start either in a wet market in Wuhan, China or a virus. Um, you know, there's stories now that it started, uh, Someone who was working in a uh, virology lab uh, didn't use proper protocols and got out and had one of the samples with him. You know. Oh. Now that's just a rumor. You know, who knows? Who knows what it's going to be and stuff like that. But either way, that you start out, start out where it began, have it spread, 
have people like just pretty much like, um, you know, what is that? What you know, you're coughing just a little and says, well, what do you? Oh, I must have got the flu or something like that. And then you have the music. It builds up. It slowly builds up into a kind of timpani or whatever you want to call it, a bolero-like buildup. I mean, I got. I'm just saying. You got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it sounds interesting. Um, it would obviously be in the beat, uh, the, uh, the eye of the beholder, you know. Uh, but what you think is relaxing and what is what isn't, or 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 or, or angry or. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't. I. I mean, I wouldn't use the COVID nineteen. I mean, that would be actually kind of pretty neat if you use the actual musical rep representation of the virus in the musical COVID nineteen. You know that any time it came up, it was represented by its own music. But then the music would be representative of the situation at that time, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 like, right. and, and right. to make light of it, I mean, listen, people are dying right now from it, but that doesn't stop us from, it's called gallows humor, and we discussed this before, when people, uh, uh, but the first response of primarily what, uh, I didn't know if it happened in any other country, but with Americans, it was the purchase of, uh, you know, it was purchase of toilet paper and, and paper towels yeah that's great that was a huge thing i know and and so, and where and and was it and it it was like an avalanche like one of those have you ever watched one of those videos of uh you've seen it happening in real time where a video where it's a snowy day on a highway and they got a uh, uh, they got a cam going and they just have car after car running into each other until it becomes like a multi-car pileup. You ever watch one of those? No, I don't think so. Don't do it. It's very sick. It's horrible. It's horrible. And mm. it's usually far enough away, but it's just, if you're empathetic and you can just see people, you see people getting out of the car and then another car coming up and hitting them, just like, just the way uh, that's with the toilet paper and someone sees, uh, you know, they see someone buying toilet paper and they just go, oh, well, I need toilet paper. Right. You know, and so they buy they buy 20 rolls and the next person buy 20 rolls where did what? Let me ask you a question uh, where you live. Do you supply your own toilet paper? I do. What was the largest amount of toilet paper you ever bought at one time? I bought three uh, large um, I think it was it had nine in one of them not you in bought, one actual packages so um, so I bought three of those 27 rolls and uh, yeah but this is before this is before the COVID so it, you get it on sale at, at, at Walmart so this is all before this stuff I was just like these are, this is an essential part of my life it's you know so stock up on it and I don't have to get oh and also I use a special uh, a special brand of toilet paper that I don't have here. Okay. Oh wow. See, I've never so, bought I've never bought more than four rolls before I hooked up with um, a family. I've mm -hmm. never purchased more than four rolls at one time, and four rolls in in you know, and let's say you know I had a, girls over there all the time and stuff like that would normally last me a, a roll a month. 
So that would be. I've been there. I, I but I was pretty much like a two. I would buy. I was the guy that purchased loose rolls of toilet paper. The one roll of toilet paper. Oh really? I yeah. Yeah, I go like this. Oh, yeah. I was down. I'm down to two rolls, so I buy two more. Really? I've never. Right. Okay. I've, I've, I, I wasn't the one to get one. Well, maybe one time in my life I got down to a partial roll, which is a bold move. You know, it is a bold move if you think about it. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, I tell you, you're 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 pretty creating a, a level of disdain for your home furnishings. You know what I'm saying? Your bath towels. I, I would agree. Your bath towels and your thing, because that is where you're going. You know? Yeah. That's where you're going. And uh, for us healthier individuals, people that had well-rounded diets, and I don't need to go into any more detail. Uh, you know, that, no, last, yeah. that, that partial roll of toilet paper could last a long time. But I think I may once or twice went down to, uh, a, a, you know, just what was on the, the uh, dispenser. And wow. I think that's, I think that is, um, I think that should be a level of who you should not uh, mess with. <laughs> awesome. You know? Yeah. This, this is a survivor right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, well, a survivor may have them all the roles. This other person. No, I mean like a. Meaning that, survival, that person doesn't um, give it. No, the person with a partial roll of toilet paper doesn't give a fuck. They don't have any. They don't have anything to lose. Right. Right. Okay. I hear you. What you're saying. They're just gonna um, go. I don't care. I don't. Hey, I don't care. I'm. I'm in the zombie apocalypse and stuff like that. The partial. Roll. I mean, geez, are you. You're gonna worry about toilet paper. It just isn't worry. That's what you're. You know. That's that's. You see what happened here. What happened with. Uh, COVID-19. They went for the toilet paper. And, oh, well, we do know that people bought guns and ammo. <laughs> people had different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, different ways of handling uh, their personal hy hygiene, you know? What are you going to... You got to get You got to get your bullets. For COVID nineteen, yeah. Because someone's gonna steal, gonna steal your, yeah, yeah. Or else, of course, of course, COVID nineteen is gonna come and rob you. Steal your toilet uh, paper. You need the bullets yeah. if you're gonna have the toilet right. paper. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure people putting up storm shutters and stuff. We did the math. Um, uh, Abby was trying to figure out that with the uh, math for toilet paper math because uh, in Sky's bathroom here, my thirteen year old daughters. I won't go into detail. I'm just saying the amount of toilet paper. There's three rolls of toilet paper. One roll in the dispenser, three under the uh, sink. In yeah. ours, there's one, obviously. There's always one. That's the make the assumption. One and five under the sink. Now, I used to think that, for me, that would have been like, God, if I was... If it was just me, Jesus, see you in 20, toilet paper buying, see me in, see you in 2022. Oh, I hear you. There'd hear be you. a whole new president and all that stuff. And there'd be new shows on television and stuff like that. And then we'd be on toilet paper. And if you told me to buy, uh, you know, an 18 pack of toilet paper, I'd look at you like you're crazy. I'd say, well, what am I going to have? I'm, 
I gonna, am I going to enter a plural marriage? I'm going to have a bunch of sister wives running around here? Right. You know? You'd be, you'd be a provider, though. Adopting, uh, adopting a bunch of mail-order Russian, Asian, right. whatever type of bride. Uh, so toilet, mail order, yeah. Yeah, Those so toilet, toilet paper will definitely be the thing, and it would be the hot button uh, discussion. What What is it? And I noticed everyone since COVID 19, they've been doing a lot of baking, a lot of face masks. You can see on YouTube, people like make a lot of face masks. They are right. posting their, they're posting their workout uh, schedules, right? Right, and yeah, the 50, 50 push-up challenge. 50 push-up challenge, uh, TikTok singing, uh, and then obviously soon the pranks are going to be coming. The pranks are going to be coming in great. It's going to be some really good pranks. I'm sure. I don't know if it was a COVID-19 prank, but one uh, girl thought it was going to be good to pretend she sent out a phony text to her boyfriend to pretend like she was texting someone who was coming to visit her. Like a booty call. Oh, okay, okay. And oh. he responded, and she knew he responded, and he was she heard him coming in, and she pretends to be riding somebody under her comforter, right? Oh. And the boyfriend comes in, and he was a rather uh, physical-looking guy, and he just grabs her and throws her off the bed. Okay, I don't know how many, Abby's knocking on the door right now, so I'm doing a podcast and she doesn't quite understand that I can't get up and do this right now. So she didn't bring a key. Right. You know? I'm Right. right. Yeah, and this is, gonna, this is gonna be very interesting right now. You know, I can pause this right now. I, I'm gonna pause this, but, and then I'm gonna explain to her. But, okay, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna be right back, don't hang up. Okay? Okay. Wait, you know what? I'm not going to hang up. You start talking for about 15 minutes, 15 seconds, okay? okay. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, Hold on. Keep on talking. Hey. Make up stuff. What's up, uh, What's up, everybody in, in the world, uh, I suppose? My name is Lee, as he uh, mentioned. And, uh, thanks for tuning in, I suppose. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't lock it, huh? Uh, I was on the podcast. Doing what we do down here and, and staying safe when we can. Okay. So, uh, there we go. We're do. back. Wait. All right. Did I interrupt your? Uh, no, your, that was it. Was it good? Uh, I was just telling people to stay safe. That's all. Okay. And, and, you know, I was gonna say don't, don't, don't touch me, but you know, that's about it. <laughs> oh, oh, you you weren't doing. Um, you can't touch this. You were saying don't touch me. Yeah, don't touch it. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so we or were. On could, a, I could have done the police song. Uh, don't stand so close to me. I might do that one day. Uh, they did that. They did that. That's been done on the police uh, on police vehicles now. They did. Okay, gotcha. Don't don't, sure uh, don't. You know, it's all like I said. The musical thing I put in there. I'm going to post it. COVID nineteen. But I know. Come on. There's eight billion people in the, on the planet. There's over a billion people that uh, maybe I, I I hesitate to say. Maybe two billion people that are on the internet, all these different uh, languages and stuff like that. So, 
that there's going to be how many ideas are out there? Usually, think about it, four or five hundred years ago, maybe three percent, two percent of the population knew how to uh, write in any language. Right. Two percent. Right. And the, uh, the printing press just came about. Just pretty much came about. You know, you had some monks uh, doing things and people in China. Uh, you had oral storytellers in other uh, places around the world. And who could say who began what? Right? Yeah. But right. now we have so many creators out there. People coming up with their own thing. And being exposed to their own thing and showing people what they're exposed to with their own half-baked ideas. Now, I could be on a high horse right now because my podcast pre-existed COVID-19. Right. I'm maintaining the format I had before. This is three years we've been doing a podcast. It's episode 266, if I'm to be exact. And mm -hmm. uh, yes, maybe I'm not original. And maybe there was already a million podcasts. But there was probably only a couple, tens of thousand podcasts that made it up to 266 episodes. I would probably agree. Yeah. And I think right now, if I'm not correct, I'm number 60 in Switzerland. Uh, number what? I'm sorry. 60. In the comedy uh -huh. interview thing. Number 60. Which, I it's, oh. it's either very shabby or not too shabby. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think they're tracking everything I do. You know, everything that happens with this show. So, um, where was I on this? About ideas, about intellectual property. We started with the search on Google, we're here, we made it to the toilet paper, which would be an integral part of the musical, you know? Oh, I would agree. There's, would a whole, agree. there's a whole lot of things you'd be contemplating. People used to contemplate before. Look, you even said yourself, prior to COVID-19, you went and bought 27 rolls of toilet paper. You just, yeah, that's, that's, a tell, that's a tell on what kind of person you are, that you're, you're a saver. You're like the, the squirrel or the squirrel that gathers nuts for the winter, right? Was it That's the squirrel right. and the, uh, the squirrel and the, what was the other thing? The one that didn't gather nuts. I think there were other, I think there were just other squirrels. Oh, one gathered nuts, the other didn't? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, the other one. Cool, man. We're going to hang out and party. Yeah. And then there was a, the one that went and bought a gun. The squirrel that bought a gun and stole the nuts from the other squirrel. I, didn't, I don't remember that part of the story, but okay, right on. I'm just telling you right uh, now. That is the other part of the story. Really? No, no. But do you, with the, the whole toilet paper thing, it just took that whole uh, decision-making post-COVID-19, your decision to for one style. What, what brand was that you like? Just give me the brand name. Uh, it's a Charmin, it's Charmin Green Label. Charmin Green Label. I oh, yeah, hesitate to guess. Now, you bought that. Let's pick a date. Let's say March 7th. 
Okay, I could actually look it up if you want. It's on Amazon. No. When the last time I bought something, yeah. You bought it on Amazon? Yeah, it was either Amazon or Walmart. I can't remember. You bought toilet paper prior to COVID-19 on Amazon? I sure did, because they don't sell it in stores here. Uh, they sell Charmin here, of course. They don't serve. They don't sell the Charmin Green like Okay, so that wouldn't even work. Okay, okay, okay. So... You know what's interesting? Vitamin E and aloe. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's wonderful. And aloe. And aloe. And vitamin E. Yeah, absolutely. And vitamin E. Okay. You got to take care of your anus, man, or it doesn't take care of you. So. um, No true words. No. So. I'm just saying, when let's say you don't have access to toilet paper. Okay. Cottonelle single ply is looking pretty good when it's the only roll on the shelf. I understand. Right? So right. COVID-19 just took that decision-making capability of you away. You're not, as a buyer, you're not spending a lot of extra time doing that. Right. Picking, and so well, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a value shopper and I'm really good with math. Right. Right. So when I'm going down the aisle, I see the I see the ounces. I see for two for one and stuff like that. I can say, oh, this is bullshit, man. They're selling. Let's say I'm buying cheese for pizza. Right. I want mozzarella. Right. This is my mathematical ninja skills. Right. They got a one pound package of cheese or two pound package, whatever it is, 32 ounce package cheese, or they got two eight ounce packages. And it's two for one, and it would take you four to equal that two pound, let's say. And then I just say, well, four, uh, the two double one when I order stop is still more than the single two pound. So I'm buying a two pound. Because I know I'm going to use more than three packs if I use more than three packs. Because there is such a thing as buying too much. Oh, I agree. Yeah, and just like, you know, when they have a... Um, Everything that's on sale for, um, I, and then you have to make rational decisions too when you're in that panic buying mode. You know, they can have dollar spam day, right? Do you know how many cans of spam you can eat? You ever eaten spam? Don't want to know. What? I don't want to know how many spam is can, uh, cans of spam. I've never had spam before. You never? Okay, well, I've had spam before. And once you've had one spam can, if you're not like an aficionado of it, right? And once you've eaten right. one by yourself, you're done for a couple weeks. Okay. And I would uh, believe you. That, yeah, that's why, you know, people said Chef Gordy and all that stuff was coming back and stuff like that. That has, oh my God, that has so far gone. Uh, a lot of things that I used to eat when I was younger, when I was in college, I, 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 exclude from my COVID-19 shopping thing. I, I know I'm talking, um, I'm getting off the subject a little, but it is part of it. I used to like toaster strudels. You know what a toaster strudel is? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Toaster strudels, well, they're still around. Okay. They're like the better, you know, they were the better version of the Pop-Tart. 
Well, because you get to put as much of the icing on it as, as you preferred. Yeah, and the stuff that went inside it was pretty good too. The stuff inside it was pretty tasting, and it was and it was it was flakier and all that stuff, right? Now right. the great yeah. thing yeah. the great thing about pop tart was you didn't have to put it in the toaster. You didn't need you didn't oh, yeah, need right. that, yeah, you, you, you didn't need to have electricity to enjoy a pop tart. That was the only right. thing. No. Right. And 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 to this day, I could probably eat strawberry frosted pop tarts. Uh, hey man, you serve them up. I, I, I'll eat them for sure. Yeah, yeah. But there's other things. I used to buy Hormel chili, and you, I mean, I would. It was. It's one of those things. If we were we crashed on the Andes Mountains, and we're that um, Chilean. Was it the Chilean soccer team, football team, when they started eating each other? Yeah, I believe so. It was either them or the Brazilian ones. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Brazilian. It wasn't Brazilian. I know that. It was. It was okay. one of the ones. It was one of the ones on that, the Chile, Peru, Ecuador, one of those teams there. And uh, I would. I would hesitate to say. I'm not saying it would be you know cannibalism, and then Chef Boyardee, but it wouldn't be as far separated as possible. Chef Boyardee or Hormel Chili would be, uh, they would be in the same corner, you know? I'm going to start eating human oh, meat. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, yeah. and, 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 uh, uh, Starkest Tuna is on the other side, maybe with some Underwood deviled ham. Where is your, where is your line? Where do you draw the line? Well, spam. Well, that wouldn't be the draw of the line part. You never had spam, so you can't you can't speak to spam, can you? I cannot because I know what it looks like, and your visual is just as much as, and smell is just as much as. Uh, well, maybe not the vision so much, but the smell is about half of your taste sense of situation. And, you're right. You're right. You know, that big thing of goop on the bottom of it. Doesn't look appetizing to me. The gelatinous so, goop. Well, you ever have a canned ham? Uh, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. I never made them. And they're made already. If I, you know, absence, absence. You know, if I don't, if I don't know what what, what it is, I, I'll probably eat it. But okay. Once I'm told, you know, uh, you know, that's why I, I like sausages. So everybody likes sausages, but no one knows what. No one really, really wants to know how it's made. So, um, well, I'll introduce you to a Philadelphia delicacy, Philadelphia region delicacy called Scrapple. I know very little about Scrapple, but I knew there was a Scrapple Day. It was a National Scrapple Day. Yeah. And uh, it didn't look good, but I was told that I probably have never tasted it before, just like you're saying about Spam. Yeah. And you're correct. Well, spam, spam, yeah. spam is unique among those that it almost tastes exactly like it looks. What? You know? Spam is just replacement protein. Oh, That's yeah. what it is. It's the emergency protein. It's like if you're in space, you know, yes, I want to poop in a regular toilet, but here's a tube. You're going to stick up your butt. You're going to poop in the tube. That's all. That's, your That's your only option. Okay. That's your only option. Right. So right. spam, spam's your final option. 
for protein. Well, I'm sure I'm sure some uh, some people can chef up some uh, some good spam or something, you know. Um, yeah. Well, you I mean, know, tomorrow I have an interview with uh, a gentleman who originally comes from Maui, and he lives here. And I'm going mm-hmm. to ask him because you know spam. I don't know if you realize that spam is a huge uh, part of the breakfast, a part of a, a breakfast in Hawaii. I don't know why I want to say that I knew that kind of, but so I'm not going to say that. Yeah, spam. Spam is one of those things. It's just like well, Canadian bacon, pork roll. You ever have pork roll? No. Pork roll what? What is she saying? I, I don't, I don't believe so. Why is, she going, why is um, Abby's pointing down? Abby came in here and started pointing down. What? Oh, this is too loud? No, my volume's right here. Hey, can you bring me that water? Okay, listen. You know, we did. We, we I, I'm sorry I chewed up all this time. Did you have any input on your... your uh, what are, what is what did you what did you stock up with? I didn't even ask you. Oh, what did I stock up with? Um, well, there was there was very little food here. Anyway, so because um, apparently a lot of people came from the mainlands to uh, to buy up all the food, and they would go like early, 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 like yeah, they were standing on it five in the morning, yeah, and then go right back, and then go right back, and then they would. Just get everything, and then yeah, there was no meat, no meat. Up. Yeah, there was no meat, no bacon, no eggs, no eggs, uh, no milk, yeah. uh, no bread. Yep. Obviously, no toilet paper or Lysol. Um, which I figured I'd be able to find at least some Lysol, but no, nope. Um, but I, but once again, just for for me, uh, have having bought those three things of Charmin green packs uh, last year. Yeah. Seriously, last year, I think. I'm still good. Still have, I still have four and a half rolls left. So, so you know that. So wait, wait, whoa, really whoa, 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 really whoa, 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 I thought yeah. you said you bought that 27 rolls of toilet paper right before COVID-19. You said you got them last no. year. No. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, you mean like last spring? Well, let's call it December or something. Maybe my own little special birthday present. I mean, Christmas present to myself. You mean December of 2019? Yeah. Five. Five months ago. Yeah. Twenty-seven rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. And uh, it, it was around there at least, but in fact, I've had wait, 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 over and such. Okay, okay, too. okay. Well, hey, do you eat a lot of vegetables? I don't actually. You know what? There I you go. There other... you go. You got to eat more roughage, and stay off the cheese. Yeah, my mom told her what I what I was. I told her that I make sure you get some vegetables. I've got plenty of fruit. She's like, you should probably get some vegetables, but. I haven't eaten a vegetable in over a month, in like a month and, and some days. Oh, really? Not a really? single, not a single vegetable. I don't, I don't believe. Really? Fruit, yes. You had a but tuber. Not, you had like potatoes, I imagine. I had potatoes, but 
No green beans, like, no know, lettuce, no tomato. Tomato is technically a fruit, but um, uh, no celery, yeah. no peppers, nothing. Nope. Wow. Nothing. Yeah. No asparagus, no cauliflower, no Brussels sprouts. Nope. No zucchini, Fruit. no squash, no mushrooms, technically a fungi. Right. No nuts. No carrots. Well, nuts are nuts. Nuts are nuts. Or legumes. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to list as many things as I could. Uh, no kale, no cabbage, no romaine no lettuce. No cabs. No nope. yams. No salad. No yams. Technically nope. a tuber. No yucca. Mm. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I stepped over the yucca, actually. Okay. Um, but uh, I hear it's great. One of my, one of my Hispanic I'm going to task you, until we do another show, until we do another show, I will, unless you want me to, I'll buy it for you and drop it off. I would like you to mm -hmm. eat some vegetables. Do you like any vegetables? Do you like, you know what? Be nice. Get some asparagus. Roast some asparagus. Oh, Roast some asparagus. It's good for you. Put a little olive oil, a little pepper and salt. Put it in the oven for eight eight minutes at 400 degrees. There you go. Spread it out, you know, on a little pan. Eat some asparagus. I just didn't buy any. Until you, what? I, I, I just didn't purchase any. I was thinking only meat. And when, I, when I was going in there and, like, you know, canned foods and canned, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, people are getting rid of the canned food will be around for a while. Eat some fresh vegetables. Try that. Try that for a while. Treat your body right. You know what? There was a sale at, at, at Winn-Dixie's when you, when you buy this one particular product and you find this other particular product on several different aisles uh -huh. that, you get, that you get a big old thing of lasagna for free. Yeah. And, um, and you might even get like an ice cream pop. So I do remember that I have a thing of spinach way in the back of the freezer that I could probably dust off and uh, and probably do that. You or, should. oh, wait a minute. I was, I was going to get some corn the other day, but they hiked up the price. Corn doesn't count. That's the one thing I do remember. Corn is not just filler. Man. Why, because it's good? No, well, it's good. I Wait, 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 wait. Corn's good, but <laughs> it is the pablum of vegetables it is filler wasted calories okay it's calories but it's wasted calories. Well, so get some get some asparagus some brussels sprouts some greens in you i'm sorry uh you know what fuck corn because i know i i say fuck corn because i know there's not a bunch of corn farmers out in the midwest saying well i'm not gonna fucking listen to that florida keys bartender anymore you know? Probably is not. Yeah. I'm anti I love corn. I love corn. I'm just saying it because I don't mind saying it. I don't mind saying it. And since we, you know, we're at the end, of, we're just, when I go on my tantrum on corn, uh, if you like wine and you like sparkling wine or you like Prosecco, you should try the products of Bellissima. I do like Bellissima. <laughs> Bellissima wines. And all you have to do if you want to show some love to the program, because I get paid a little when that people get to it, go to www.keysbartender.com. Go to the sponsors section of the website. And there's two. It says, if you'd like to be a sponsor, and then I'll have, I have sponsors. But, and click on Bellissimo Wines and order some uh, 
wine for yourself. Uh, you know, I am, I am not, I am currently sober, but I realize most people aren't. So, and, and the products of Bolisma are organic and they're made by Christy Brinkley. And if you ever pleasured yourself to images of Christy Brinkley, what could be better than having a bottle of Bolisma wine right next to you while you're doing it? What do you, well, what do you think? I, I, am I going to lose? I am I going to lose that? Uh... <laughs> yeah, you'll be. I'm sure you'll be fine. But um, I mean, Christian Brick was still pretty hot. So, yeah, before uh, be, before before you get that uh, bottle of Jurgen's lotion out, have a bottle of ice cold Bellissima Prosecco next to you. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. You're making it sound really sexy now. I like it. It does. Well, I'm, you know I'm me start, with my... I'm starting to get a little heavy right now. I'm starting is. to get a little turned on. <laughs> Are you getting a chubby? I'm about at half mass. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you need to order I'm some right. some wine. Or my friends in Pennsylvania, but now they're just lifting, they're lifting the liquor store prohibition. I told you about that, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, Pennsylvania, back in mid-March, closed down all their liquor stores. The only state. Oh, that's stupid. I, you know, well, why, why is that stupid? What do you think? I'm going to ask you, and this is what I mentioned on previous podcasts, and I'll repeat what I said on previous podcasts. Well, uh, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Lots I just of cold, you. lots of cold people uh, up there. Okay. And, and uh, sometimes, what's the dangerous? You know, what's the real dangerous? Down a couple what, of Jägermeisters. What's a dangerous? No, what's a real danger for someone? Uh, more crime, I suppose, and uh, and because they're going to figure out a way to get it. If, it, if it's illegal, illegal. Because you didn't say that. You just said they shut all the liquor stores down. Yeah. You didn't say if it was illegal to have liquor in Pennsylvania. No, it's not illegal to have Pennsylvania. No, what okay. I what I meant what I said was there's people that are uh, heavy alcohol users and if you go go cold turkey it's very dangerous you could die oh you could, withdrawal. You, you could drive yeah. you could die from withdrawal um and there's people out there that'll drive to get it and that yes yeah. and and so you're multiplying now i understand if they did it to reduce it but the people in the center part of the state if you're in like state college pennsylvania holy shit you're talking, it's three yeah. hours, three hours to get a six hour trip to get, um, a round trip to get liquor. Now you can make right. yourself a pretty penny. You're out of, you know, what you do is you go up there and you say, listen, I'm going to go up and I'm going to buy, you know, um, and, and I wouldn't even get collective of it. I would just go and buy 20, 20 cases of Smirnoff. Here I am. Here I am, a guy who's been so sober for a long time. Get 20 cases. I didn't, you know, if the, you know, I, I'm out of job and stuff like that, and and selling it at a 20 cases. How much would 20 cases be? Let's say it's a 12 dollars blah, 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 12 plus 48, uh, uh, 144 uh, things, 2,880 dollars, and <clears throat> turn around and sell it for 70% markup. Let's say, and so that would be fourteen hundred bucks. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Fourteen hundred 
weekend. Oh, it's gone. Well, oh, they're yeah. doing curbside pickup now. They just did that. They just lifted it uh, yesterday or today. Um, but, you know, the further you are away from the border, the more likely, you know, obviously, if you're in Philadelphia, uh, you, could do, you could do the same thing in these neighborhoods so people don't have cars and stuff like that. And just say, hey, listen, I went over there. Here's a bottle. Uh, you know, it'd be $20. And the bottle normally costs 12 you know, so... Who knows? Sure. You know, just say twenty bucks, twenty bucks. You know, selling cases at a time. So, I well, didn't. What if, I didn't. What, know. If, um, what? Oh no! I'm just saying. When I was, I was thinking because I didn't know if anything was going to be open. I was thinking of joining a wine of the month club, but you could you could have a whole bunch of wine of the month clubs. And, hey, let me see if I can get. Uh, let me get. Let me get one at the sponsor, and you can join that one. Let me find a good one That's for a right. sponsor That's what's up. a wine in a month. And I'll, I'll tell you because I'll just say, if I were going to go and drink, that's the one I'm going to get. But if you are going to drink, try some Bellissimo wine. Right. So go to our sponsor's Bellissimo. page of www.keysbartender.com. And, uh, and forget what I said about Christy Brinkley and stuff like that. She's a lovely woman and stuff like that. But I don't want to leave that with the last image that we had there. Um, I want well, to thank, it's stuck in my head now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. Hey, uh, Listen, today is Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Morning. Um, right. I think you could probably do. I think you're good for two a week. What are you? I, I didn't hear what you said. For are wine? You good? No, or not for toilet paper. Um, I'm sorry. Both wine and toilet <laughs> paper, but I'm talking about a podcast. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I just misconstrued what 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 I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot it. right now. I, I didn't I didn't see what the check pick. Pick a day so. other than uh, tomorrow, or Friday, or Thursday. How about Saturday? I, I didn't think I didn't hear what you said. You, you want to do a Saturday? A Saturday? Uh, do let me check my schedule. I said, I said schedule because I'm classy. Okay. Uh, Saturday Sunday. Uh, okay. Saturday's fine. Saturday, good. Oh. Same yeah, time, three thirty this Saturday, three thirty. I'm gonna send you a reminder. Okay, I'm put okay. writing it down. No ribs. <laughs> no, 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 no ribs. No ribs. I'm just kidding. And, just and kidding, no man. Ribs. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the music while we sign out. Do you wanna um? I'm gonna start doing the music while you're you're still on. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, once again, look up uh, LeeSharpMusic.com. I didn't hit the music yet, so you're good. Lee Sharp. L L Yeah, Okay. Not Sharp A. Not Sharp A. It's just like sharp like a knife. Got it. Talk to you later, Lee. Here we go. We're going out. Thank you. Hey, you know the music now. You know the music now. So what is it's gonna come on. Throw some lyrics at me. It's really low. It's not like a slow dance. Maybe. Yeah. Girl, I just want to take Christy Frankly up. I'm going to you eat the... these vegetables all night, girl. Oh, yeah, you know. I'm getting a goose all over five or four of you. I'm getting some fiber. Okay, Lee. Talk to you later, buddy. All right. Bye.